0: to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host Dr. Karen Can, the best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain: A Holistic Approach. And our intention here is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's prosperity or radiant health, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. And if you happen to be what I call a light warrior sensitive soul, I have free gifts for you, my Light Warrior Empowerment Kit. Just go to lightwarriorsupport.com and also join us on Facebook at lightwarriornetwork.com. So today, I have a very special guest with me today, um, out from a very, very busy traveling schedule, the inventor, the CEO of LifeWave, and a friend of mine, David Schmidt. And today, we're going to be talking about the brand new technology that's out that activates your stem cells, your healthy, young stem cells, using light. No chemicals, no, you know, um, injections, something like that. So this is pretty like Star Trekky kind of stuff for those of you that are into, like me, <laughs> futuristic Star Trek kind of thing. So imagine activating a healthy part of you and a healthy system by using light. And, I, you know, I am known as the light medicine doctor, so this is perfect. And before I introduce David formally, I do want to – share with you a testimonial that came in literally this morning. And actually, I'm hearing a lot of um, stuff on the other line, so I know that my husband's here on the other line, so maybe you can meet yourself, honey, because <laughs> we're hearing a lot of movement on your on your end. Um, so this came in from Jan Macken this morning. She said, my personal testimony, so happy I can now walk my dogs. I'm using the X39 stem cell phototherapy patches to help with my four spine fractures which occurred last year and i'm totally blown away with my early results which have helped me walk better i can reach the towel rail in our bathroom which is high up over the radiator i can paint my toenails my energy is so much better and all this happened very quickly i could feel the difference within a couple of hours of putting on my first patch i am now more flexible as i found it difficult bending and picking things up so feeling really good, and most importantly, no pain from my spine fractures. And she put an exclamation mark there. And the really best thing is I can walk my dogs on my own. I haven't done that since last August when I had my fractures. My husband had to take over the two daily dog walks per day. Uh, then, then I couldn't walk only a short distance before, before the patches, and um, that was with Nordic walking poles. Now I'm walking five to seven miles a day with no issues, no poles. I'm sure over time I'll find other benefits, but that's it for now. I've only been using the patches two weeks. Thank you, Jan Macken. So without further ado, welcome, David, to the show. Wow, amazing testimonial.
1: Thank you, Karen. Always a pleasure to be here, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I I, I know many people uh, know my story, but there are some people that don't, and I uh, you know, found out about you, found out about the company in 2005 when I was just ready to go to my first international figure skating competition. At that point, I'd been two years recovering from fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome and depression, had still a lot of um, energy issues, uh, but I was bound and determined that I was going to get back into skating and competing. And so I was introduced to your very first patch, the Energy Enhancer Patches. And I used them for the competition, and I was really shocked because other adults were complaining about how tired they were, like how the high altitude was bothering them, and I really didn't know what they were talking about (laughs) because I felt fine. I felt normal. But here's the thing. When I went to compete, that was the best performance I'd ever had, better than even in practice um, here in Lake Placid. And I was like, after that, I thought, there is really something really special about these patches because at that point I had been taking all sorts of supplements, doing acupuncture, energy healing, all that kind of stuff. And so you've released so many different products, and I've actually tried all of them Uh, since then, all these uh, (laughs) light phototherapy products. And now today we're talking about the X39, very, very exciting, just launched in Austria earlier uh, you know, for the first time, and many people do not know about this, which is why we're here on the show. So maybe we could start with, and I know, you know, folks are already raising their hand for questions. So just, just so you know, if you're live on the show, you can ask David a live question. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hands up. Again, it's eight one eight five one four. sorry, 818-514-1190 and hit 1. And then I'm also opening the chat so you can also ask him a question there. So, David, maybe we can start with um, just what was your background? Like how did you, you know, go from, you know, studying in New York, you know, to becoming an inventor and then uh, inventing these light therapy patches?
1: Wow, that's a big question. Uh, So (laughs) I got my formal education in the 80s um, at Pace University in Westchester, New York, and um, got a degree there in management information systems, and later went back uh, for further education in biology. And my first job uh, at a school was designing medical devices for a company in New Jersey. These were disposable medical devices. And then as my career uh, went on, I became an entrepreneur and opened up a number of businesses. And uh, one of them was a research and development company called Advanced Applications Group based out of Georgia. And uh, the team that I was a part of, we were designing um, survival equipment for the U.S. Navy through government contractors. And um, I was invited to be part of a design team uh, for The Navy's next generation mini-sub at this time. I mean, this is going back to the late 90s now, so I'm sure they're more advanced than when I was there. Um, But I had developed uh, a number of very, very innovative technologies, one in which uh, that was deemed to be impossible, but it it worked nonetheless. So I got invited into this project for a mini-sub, and uh, the goal was to see if we could improve the survivability of the crew and the crew was going to be awake for very, very long periods of time, 30 hours, 60-hour missions. And I wanted to see if there was a way to improve their energy and then improve their survivability, but doing it in a way that was non-drug. And so I looked towards energy-based methods to doing that. And, of course, it turned to light because we now know um, that we can use light to trigger very specific chemical reactions in the body, same way that the sun uh, creates vitamin D, right? So we know that very specific wavelengths of light will trigger very specific biochemical changes in the body. So the LifeWave products are based around that scientific phenomena.
0: Ooh, very exciting. And uh, like I said, it's very like Star Trek, you know, (laughs) very new age and futuristic,
1: I love that analogy, and I suppose what I'd say is uh, if Dr. McCoy was using the energy patches on Jim Kirk's enterprise, then Beverly Crusher would be using the X39 on John Luke Picard's enterprise. So it's, the X39 is, is that much more advanced than the original energy patches uh, that we came out with and that you used back in you know 2004, 2005.
0: Oh, my gosh, that is super exciting. Now, there's a lot of people, including myself, who didn't really learn a lot about stem cell and stem cell therapy. Of course, I'm dating myself as far as a medical doctor. So in school, we didn't really learn too much about it. So maybe you can give us kind of like what are stem cells, why would it be beneficial to activate them, and what are people before this technology currently doing to help their stem cells and what's the difference, basically. I know that's a four-part question.
1: Okay, I'll do my best. Is that a, that's, a, that's a huge question. So I'll do my best. Uh, first, we have been researching regenerative medicine for the past 10 years. And uh, we've been very, very fortunate the last six years to have formed a uh, collaborative effort with the National University of Ireland in Galway. And that university is in the top 2% of universities globally in the field of regenerative medicine. Uh, As a matter of fact, they have an entire building on their campus um, called REMEDY, which stands for the Regenerative Medicine Institute. And we obtained funding uh, through the Irish government uh, about six, seven years ago now to do stem cell research at the REMEDY facility. So why should anyone be interested in stem cells? Well, first thing is our body originally started from stem cells and each time that our cells replace themselves uh, stem cells are involved so we literally would not be alive if it wasn't for stem cells. Um, There are many different types of stem cells so there are universal stem cells that we might call them uh, which are the pluripotent cells and then those cells start to differentiate and become more specialized and they go into uh, multipotent stem cells, and then finally they differentiate into muscle fibers and uh, liver tissue and heart tissue and brain tissue and so forth. So, st- so because our health is so dependent upon our stem cells, uh, if we want to have optimum health, we should be concerned about what's happening to our stem cells as we age. Now. In the uh, research work that everyone in the uh, regenerative medicine field looks at is what exactly does happen with stem cells as they age and how can we use stem cell technology to regenerate and repair the body. So here's a way to kind of understand the enormity and the magnitude of this. And just in the European Union, there's an 85 billion euro fund just for regenerative medicine and that's research dollars Uh, stem cells are going to change the way we look at every single aspect of our health Uh, first thing is it may be 10 years from now it may be 20 years from now but uh, someone will go into an emergency room in a hospital perhaps you know they were in a car accident or they're a burn victim and a topical stem cell gel will be applied. There will be bandages that will be impregnated with stem cells. They'll be given stem cells injections. And this is all so they can more rapidly heal the body and we can save people's lives. Uh, stem cells are going to change the way that we treat disease. So diabetes, heart disease, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, all of the, even cancer, all of these things will be a thing of the past because stem cells will be able to repair the pancreas, and now people will be able to make their own insulin. Stem cells will repair damaged nerves, so no more Parkinson's, no more MS, no more fibromyalgia. Uh, Stem cells are going to be even able to repair the brain and the heart, so heart disease, uh, Alzheimer's, ALS, all a thing of the past. And then finally, uh, stem cells are going to change the way that we age. So, Imagine that someone is 60 years old, 70 years old, and they can get an injection of stem cells from someone that's 20 years old and have no compatibility problems. Um, what what's gonna, that's going to mean is that your body's going to start refreshing itself with younger, healthier cells, and in fact, people will become physically younger. So, this dream is still perhaps 10 or 20 years away, but it will happen. So what's available today is uh, doctors will take stem cells from a person's own tissue. Uh, it could come from the fat. It could come from circulating stem cells in the blood. And then inject those stem cells to where they're needed. This is rather expensive. It's, uh, it could be, let's say, 3000 to $5,000 for a single treatment, but more importantly, uh, there are about 30% of the time those stem cells can actually damage healthy tissue. So that procedure carries with it a significant risk, uh, and as a result, the FDA is in, here in the United States is about to pull that option. So um, oh. that's, I think, a pretty good response to your question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was fantastic actually um yeah, i like I said, I didn't learn it in medical school about stem cell therapy. It wasn't available at the time, and um yeah that's that's pretty expensive for a thirty percent risk of maybe things getting worse um but that's what was available um and uh so now maybe you could segue into you know what kind- i know you have like what a hundred patents or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just um, over 100 some patents. Yeah, of that research. Sure. Yeah, yeah, just over 100 patents and applications and about 70 patents uh, just in regenerative medicine. So it's clearly been a big focus of mine because it's the future. And uh, when we started this project here at our labs in San Diego, the thought was, okay, um, how can we create a piece of technology that will activate the stem cells in the body? So if you could kind of paint a vision to this, it would be, well, stem cells are expensive and they're very, very risky. Uh, You know, you have to go through hundreds of millions of dollars in funding to get approval because they're treated as a drug. And um, what if there was a way to activate the stem cells that were already in the body? So one thing that we know from Uh, an abundant amount of data globally is that the stem cells age with the rest of the body. So by the time we hit age 60 or so, the viability of the stem cells has degraded enormously. So why should we care about that? Well, first of all, uh, when there's an injury, it's the stem cells that get mobilized to go to the injury and repair it. And as we age, the stem cells get less Good at doing that uh, their mobility decreases significantly. Uh, another thing that happens is once the stem cells get to the injury, they have to be able to release uh, different growth factors. this could be uh, veg f igf one igf two any number of different growth factors that initiate repair of the damaged tissue and again, as people get over the age of sixty um, and this is a process that starts at age 30, by the way. Um, so between 30 and 60, stem cell activity is declining. Um, but over the age of 60, the activity of the stem cells has dropped by 60% or more. So, so this is, herein lies the problem, is that uh, what we wanted to do was figure out, could you take the stem cells that are already in the body, not use an injection and somehow get those stem cells to act like young, healthy cells. And so we started to develop um, a technology based on a device that you've seen uh, for producing both electromagnetic and non-electromagnetic fields, uh, longitudinal waves. And the purpose of this was to speed up the mobility of the stem cells and get them to behave like their younger cells. And we were quite successful with that. We went through um, our in vitro testing. Uh, We did animal studies, and we did two human studies with someone that you know, Dr. Norm Shealy. And we even found out in 30 out of 30 people, we could regenerate the peripheral nerves in the feet and reverse diabetic neuropathy. So the outcome of that is, yes, with just using energy – not putting any chemicals or drugs, not putting stem cells into the body, you could activate the stem cells and heal them more rapidly.
0: Ooh, fantastic. That's great. Now, that's a big machine, and we're not talking about people having that in their homes today, right? <laughs> so right. how does so this that was, translate?
1: Yeah, so this was the problem is that the machine – now, at this time – You know, in full disclosure, uh, going back 10 years, I was fully convinced that it would not be possible to create a patch to activate stem cells. Um, My mind was not there yet, and we had to go through all this other uh, research work, but um, I'll tell you the day that really changed my mind about this was we had done a clinical study over in Ireland with rabbits. And... Uh, basically, what you do is you create an injury on the ear of the rabbit, and then you fold the uh, ear over so the rabbit can't scratch at it. And the rabbit will heal from that on their own in 14 days. And in this experiment, we had a control group. Uh, we had a group that where we applied a uh, gel of uh, what are called mesenchymal stem cells, Um, mesenchymal stem cells will uh, not differentiate they'll release growth factors for healing injuries and they're pretty safe uh, to work with Um, and then we had the other group which was treated by our electromagnetic therapy device and what happened was that the uh, control group of course the ear healed in about 14 days With the electromagnetic therapy device, the rate of healing increased between 20 and 40% over baseline, but the rate of healing for the stem cells was exactly the same, about a 20 to 40% improvement. So Hmm. it was at that point that I was completely convinced that just using energy, you could duplicate the performance of an injection of stem cells. And uh, then we began to move, you know, in in a different direction about thinking, okay, maybe there is a way, you know, that we could do this with patches, but there's got to be a biochemical pathway uh, to make that happen.
0: Right, right. And so in Austria, when you released some of the data and research, uh, finally, after, you know, bated breath, everyone waiting half a year, you know, going, what is it, what is it, what is it? So, uh, you've revealed that it stimulates a specific peptide, so maybe you can share with us how that came about.
1: Yeah, and I tell you, I really wish that you and James uh, could have been there because we had uh, over 450 people clapping and cheering. Uh, You know, it was uh, over six months of uh, suspense, and we finally got to uh, reveal. And basically, when we revealed the slide, everyone was cheering and yelling. We revealed the slide, and there was complete silence. Uh, because no one had ever heard of this peptide before, which uh, which was fine, uh, you know that's that's probably a really good thing. Um, but little history behind this. So X39 elevates something called GHKCU, which is just simply copper peptide. And this research work began more than 50 years ago by Dr. Lauren Picart. And uh, Dr. Picart now is 80 years old and he's uh, he's devoted his entire career to studying this one single peptide. So it gives you an idea, he's a uh, PhD in biochemistry, so it'll give you an idea of how convinced he is of the power of this peptide. And the way that he made the discovery uh, was uh, back in the mid 1960s and he eventually isolated copper peptide in 1973 But what he had done was he took a group of cells from a person's liver and um, this was someone that was about 80 years old. And he decided to incubate them in the plasma of uh, someone that was in their 20s. And what he found was that these old cells started to behave like young healthy cells. this kind of thinking was decades ahead of its time, to give him credit, because it, it wasn't until uh, Dr. Sinclair at Harvard would tell you that up around 10, 15 years ago, it was absolute heresy in medicine to suggest that aging could be changed. Uh, the biological, and I'm sure you know this, the biological model was always, well, we're born, we age, we die. And there's nothing that we can do to change that. Um, Then the field of epigenetics came around. uh, And epigenetics basically says that external factors can turn genes on and off and either accelerate aging or reverse aging. So there's billions of dollars in research funds uh, that are being put out now by companies like Merck and Google to develop drugs for age reversal. And this is all through epigenetics, meaning coming out with molecules, uh, synthetic molecules of resveratrol, which are known to activate the sirtuin genes. And these, uh, to a great degree, will regulate and control how we age. Uh, But of course, resveratrol is uh, powerful, but not that powerful. We'll go back to copper peptide for a moment because it's uh, really an all-star in this category and it's doing something that even drugs are not capable of today. And so in 1973, when Dr. Picard uh, isolated copper peptide and found out this is the molecule that's making cells act like young, healthy cells, he started to experiment with it and found that this one molecule had an enormous and diverse effect on improving health in animal and human biology. So, for example, he was finding that copper peptide could elevate antioxidant levels. It could reduce a broad spectrum of inflammatory chemicals. Um, it can do a number of things that uh, are medical in nature that I don't want to claim because I don't want to make medical claims about our product. Uh, but it, anyone that researches it, they can, you know, certainly find this out. And most importantly, copper peptide activates the stem cells. And what this means is that, let's say someone got a cut on their arm, there are stem cells that are present uh, in the skin, but they have to be mobilized in response to the injury. Well, it turns out that it's copper peptide that's in the skin that will mobilize the stem cells and get them to go to the injury site. And the stem cells are attracted to the injury site by levels of inflammation. That was discovered here in La Jolla by Dr. Evan Snyder. So long story short is uh, Dr. uh, Dr. Picard started to measure levels of copper peptide in the blood, the urine, the saliva, and was finding that uh, by the time people reach age 60, the levels of copper peptide have dropped by more than 60%. And what's remarkable about this, which is not a coincidence, is that directly parallels the decrease in activity of stem cells in the body. So here we have a very simple molecule uh, that declines with age and that when you elevate it, now the stem cells start and every other cell in the body starts to behave like a younger, healthier cell. So the implications, of course, to this are enormous. What it means is that we can have the health and vitality that we once had when we were younger uh, by resetting our cells to a younger, healthier state. Uh, So there's obvious implications in longevity, and that's one of the most exciting parts to this. Uh, One final comment is that copper peptide Uh, Dr. Picard realized the only way it could have this many diverse uh, metabolic functions is if it was some way altering gene expression. And again, you know, back in the 1970s and the 80s, this was considered heresy in medicine. Uh, It was just simply known that this wasn't possible. And um, many thanks to David Sinclair at Harvard uh, for changing that paradigm, because now we know Uh, that it is possible using molecules like copper peptide and resveratrol uh, that we can alter gene expression and alter the way we age and even uh, get age reversal. So there's a problem with all of this, and that's simply that um, you can't take an oral supplement of copper peptide um, because it's toxic in the gut and so it's never been approved uh, by any uh, medical body like the FDA for oral consumption other than research use. And uh, no one's going to want to give themselves injections of copper peptide several times per day. So it's been largely ignored um, in research because of those limiting factors.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense. And so one of the folks uh, that's asking a question is asking well exactly what frequencies are you resonating in this x39 patch like is it actually the resonance of X, of, of this copper peptide or is this like a proprietary thing you can't tell us <laughs> or is it like a bunch of frequencies like she's just like really curious because she doesn't want to put anything artificial in her body
1: sure so the first thing is uh some of this is proprietary but i'll tell you what i can Uh, The first thing is there's nothing going into the body. And the beauty of uh, the LifeWave patches is that they're non-transdermal. So that means uh, it is a patch, but when you apply it to the skin, there's no drug or chemical that's being released into the skin and getting into the blood. The patch is completely sealed. So how does the patch work then? Well, uh, it contains materials that will reflect very specific wavelengths of light that will stimulate the skin and uh, cause the body to increase production of copper peptide. So it's completely safe. Uh, In our clinical studies, we haven't had any adverse events. Uh, There's no contraindications. And we're simply elevating a molecule that would normally decline with age and bringing it back up to healthy levels. So there's no risk in that. Um, The wavelengths of light that we use are going to be in the infrared and the visible spectra. So in uh, the field of phototherapy and uh, more specifically photobiomodulation, there are wavelengths of light that are associated with specific biological phenomena. So for example, uh, the 940 nanometer wavelength, which is in the infrared, is uh, one of the wavelengths that will help to increase mitochondrial function and decrease inflammation. So there are LED panels that use that wavelength uh, specifically for pain management. There are uh, wavelengths of light in the orange band up around 660 nanometer and uh, that's used for uh, also influencing mitochondrial energy but stimulating production of collagen. So today uh, that's something that's FDA approved uh, or it's really more properly say cleared for market by the FDA. And if you went to see a dermatologist, they could put your face into, not you specifically, but <laughs> they could put a person's <laughs> face into a bank of orange-colored lights at this wavelength of 660, and uh, that would uh, infuse uh, the energy into the skin, and uh, you'd get uh, wrinkle reduction, right? Um, so what we do is, uh, there is a proprietary aspect to this. We use multiple, I think it's fair to say we use multiple wavelengths of light. Uh, we do it in a very novel way that we, uh, we hold as a closely guarded secret. And, uh, these multiple wavelengths will, uh, trigger production of, uh, copper peptides. So, uh, and then you get all these, uh,
0: benefits from it. Mm, Fascinating. Well, one of the questions that comes up is, well, if we know that there are beneficial frequencies, especially like in the infrared range or even visible spectrum, there's like color therapy and you talked about, you know, like some people talk about lasers and things like that. Like, why couldn't somebody just resonate all the potential positive frequencies in one product? Like, is that even possible? And how would the body respond to something like that?
1: Yeah. So... Uh, first, when we talk about, you know, let's say wavelength and frequency, you could use them interchangeably. They're inversely proportional to one another, right, in physics. Uh, usually when we use, uh, talk about light, we're talking about wavelengths, but, you know, frequency is fine. Uh, the, the, way that, um, the way that you can think about this is that when you have an LED panel, um, that wave is sinusoidal. And one of the phenomena that we know exists in laser communications, where people talk on a beam of light, is that that information is modulated. So if you were to simply use an LED panel, uh, even at the specific uh, frequencies or wavelengths that I use, you would not be able to elevate copper peptide. Um, What has to happen is the the, uh, frequency has to be modulated, just like a radio. So you could have a radio wave at, let's say, you know, 14 megahertz, like down in, I think that's where CB radios are, right? So you could have 14 megahertz, but all you're going to hear is static. Uh, It's not until the wave is modulated with information that you actually hear a voice. And the human body is the same way. You've got all these frequencies coming off of it in uh, visible light band and others, uh, and as the information comes off the body, it's modulated by the body and contains specific information. So, just like our Star Trek example, in the future, when people figure out how to do it, you'll, uh, we'll be able to have a device that will be able to diagnose every single thing in the body by decoding that modulated information that's coming off as light. Uh, what I'm doing is the opposite. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm saying, okay, let's put light in the body. We're going to modulate that light with information. The body's going to accept it and then react to it. So in this case, the patch goes on. The uh, light hits the body. It contains information. Uh, and the body says, oh, okay, you want me to elevate copper peptide. Let's go ahead and do that. And that's what happens.
0: Oh, wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, I know there are some other so-called non-transdermal patches out there that have been selling. Sometimes, you know, I hear about a company or somebody tells me about it and then I don't hear about them after a while. And uh, for example, one person's asking, what's the difference between say life wave patches and say like holographic discs or or magnets?" I mean, you've probably answered most of that, but if you can just expand on that a little bit because for the lay person, they're like, "Wow, this you know holographic disc is 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 giving me all these scalar frequencies or light frequencies as well. so what's the difference
1: well, you know. I'm not one to ever bash, uh, the competition. Uh, I suppose what I would say is that whenever someone is going to investigate using a product, especially a health product, they should look at what type of uh, scientific research the company has done. Uh, we've done over 80 clinical studies, uh, since 2002. And every time we release a product, there's clinical research to substantiate the claims. And, uh, so any company that's going to be having a health product and making a health claim, they need to have uh, scientific research, clinical studies to back that up. And, of course, I'm not aware of every single uh, company on the market that's selling holographic discs, uh, but the ones that I've seen that uh, people have re- referred me links to, um, I've never seen any clinical studies that they've done to substantiate the claim. So that. Should always be a warning sign. If there's companies out there selling those products where they have clinical studies, then of course you know that's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because that's exactly when I get these emails as well. One of the first things I say is, "Hey, you know, link me to the research page. I want to make sure whatever they're claiming is they've actually done research on their product, not not some other some other theory. You know, of of uh, you know other other you know." Modalities, things like that, really on their product, and that usually um, saves me a lot of time um, in trying to research a whole bunch of things. And then, of course, the the proof is in the you know what people are experiencing. So, what um, what kinds of what kinds of positive experiences are people getting from you know elevating this peptide using the stem cell phototherapy patch, which we've called uh, X39?
1: Well, the effects are incredibly diverse, as you might expect. Um, when we're resetting cells to a younger, healthier state, there's a whole host of benefits. So, um, by the way, and we've only posted two of the studies to our site so far. We have seven studies, and they're all in different stages of process, um, but we've posted two so far. And in those studies, uh, one of the things that we found was that within the first 24 hours of wearing the patch, uh, the vast majority of people uh, feel an improvement in vitality, energy, and wellness. So that's good because, you know, when somebody uses a product, you want them to have a positive experience. Uh, it's really a reflection that there's an increase in mitochondrial energy, and of course, uh, You know, we can think about that. Well, when the body's damaged, and we're all carrying around, you know, some kind of damage. uh, When the body's damaged and we're going to heal, there has to be energy present. So, first thing that the X39 does is it helps to uh, increase mitochondrial energy. That would be the first thing. Uh, The second thing, which is a little bit more odd, is that some people get pain relief and some people get an increase in pain. Now, hmm. the copper peptide will actually activate six different pathways in the body associated with analgesia. So it's very easy to explain why someone would get a reduction in pain. Uh, what's not so obvious is why someone would get a temporary increase in pain, but something people should be aware of. Um, the reason is is quite simple, actually. When there's uh, an injury, um, there's going to be, there could be scar tissue, there's damaged tissue, and the body needs to eliminate that before the healing can take place. Well, if inflammation is increased, uh, it's inflammation that's going to tear down that old damaged tissue and make way for the new healthy tissue. And so this is exactly what happens, is that people will wear it, they'll get a momentary improvement in pain. And I say momentary, for some people that's a day, for some people that's three days, and then that will subside and then the pain goes away. But it's, it's all part of healing. Um, people also get an improvement in sleep. Now, why would a product that gives you more energy also help you sleep better at night? Well, of course, about 80% of anabolic metabolism, which is when our our bodies are repairing, occurs at night. And we depend on hormones such as testosterone and growth hormone to make that happen. Uh, One of the key initiators of this is GABA. And uh, so GABA, uh, we found, is regulated by X39. And when, uh, by the way, all the drug companies... um, when they're, build, when they're trying to design sleep medication, they're trying to activate GABA receptors. So right. you elevate GABA, you manage GABA, that's gonna have an influence over your serotonin, your melatonin levels, and then you sleep better. And we found in uh, uh, metabolic testing that we did with Dr. Melinda Connor that in fact GABA levels were being altered. Um, this is also significant because GABA is linked to stem cell activity in the brain. And GABA is a regulator of stem cells um, and also something uh, called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So basically means uh, when we see people getting an improvement in cognitive function with X39, we know that GABA is involved and it's helping to manage those stem cells in the brain. Um, But by far, the most remarkable testimonials that we get are in the area of wound healing, and um, I know your uh, one of your uh, friends out here in California uh, gave us one of the mm-hmm. testimonials, first testimonials we got on wound healing, and it's uh, you know of course extraordinarily exciting and extraordinarily rewarding to see people with these scars just disappearing, and these um, you know incredible injuries that are, are that shouldn't heal but are healing.
0: Oh yeah, and I and I you know David, when I first tried X thirty nine. Um, I was really hoping, like I have like one or two like niggly uh, chronic pain things, and they didn't really notice that Xerin and I made a huge difference there. So I'm still a big fan of the IceWave pain relief patches. But what I did notice immediately was my sleep was deeper, and and I already you know, always tell people my sleep has been amazing since starting the other LifeWave patches, but it's even deeper and then I recently noticed, I hadn't actually thought about it, but I was recently just like after bathing I was like feeling this old scar of mine from a surgery I had like way, 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 way back decades ago where I had a thick kind of ropey scar and it's gone like it's it's soft, it's flat, I mean you can kind of barely see it, but it used to be thick and ropey and I was like, hurrah! It's not like I'm going to show everybody my boob because that's where it was. But, you know, I was like, that is so cool. So I think that's pretty interesting because I'm one of the ones where the pain didn't get better, but I noticed other benefits related to scar tissue. And I've I've gotten a lot of scar tissue over time because of fibromyalgia and different kinds of things. So any comments on that?
1: Sure. Uh, you know, when it comes to, well, mechanisms between uh, scar reduction and wound healing are uh, slightly different but it gets it basically gets to uh, phenomena called remodeling and this was something else that Dr. Picard had discovered about copper peptide is that there are inflammatory chemicals present uh, when a wound is healing now you know inflammation is not the enemy it's how inflammation is managed in the body right so when there's chronic inflammation, of course, that's really bad. That can lead to things like heart disease, uh, arthritis and cancer, uh, diabetes. Uh, but we need the inflammation uh, because it's, it's part of the healing process. But we just want to be able to manage it. Well, when a scar forms, it's because uh, we didn't manage the inflammation very well. And uh, the scar forms, and so we're kind of stuck with it. But copper peptide actually... Uh, gets involved. And if we elevate the copper peptide, it will suppress the inflammatory chemicals uh, that would normally cause a scar. So now as the uh, new skin is being replenished, uh, now the scar can heal. Um, we got this remarkable testimonial uh, from a woman in Italy. Um, and they had gone. Oh, They had undergone uh, open-heart surgery, so they had this massive scar uh, along their uh, midsection, and within 30, 34 days, uh, that scar was almost completely gone, and that's something that should never have uh, disappeared.
0: I've seen those scars. They're horrible-looking on on patients I've seen over the years in medicine, um, that is not something I would expect to actually get better. They're r- thick, they're ropey, they're connected to the bone even, and they're sore and they're itchy and not fun. So this is amazing.
1: Yeah, you know, there's also a few, we updated our website recently. And uh, so if someone goes to the X39 uh, product page and they click on the testimonials tab, uh, another thing I know you as a medical doctor would be uh, really excited about is in the field of diabetic ulcerations. Uh, now, of course, mm. uh, diabetes uh, is going to affect uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 430 million people globally. And uh, when people get diabetic neuropathy, the uh, flow of blood, oxygen, nutrients to uh, the feet is, uh, is dramatically restricted. And as as a result, people can form ulcerations, so these are open wounds in the feet. And about 15 to 20% of the time, uh, that wound will become infected and people will require amputation. And uh, we're working with uh, a medical doctor in Ireland, uh, Dr. Tim O'Brien, who runs uh, the Regenerative Medicine Institute, and his specialty as a medical doctor is in diabetes. And, um, we were having dinner with him one night and he told me that one of the biggest frustrations he has as a doctor is, uh, be having to tell a patient that there's no other option than amputation. Mm-hmm. And so, so we have this, uh, one of the things about copper peptide is that it will function to kill infection, uh. And I'll I'll tell you about that in a moment because it's actually very, very interesting. But in any case, you apply the X39. It's the very first testimonial that we have. And you can see this open wound on top of the foot. And in about uh, 30 days of applying X39, uh, along with our glutathione and carnosine patches, you can see that the wound closed. And this is something that in the world of diabetes just doesn't happen.
0: Wow, that's Super, super exciting, and and for folks listening in, if you want to ask uh, David, the inventor, and CEO of LifeWave, about the X39 phototherapy patch, the number to call in is one eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Just hit one so you know your hand is up. Again, one eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. And I know there's a, a bunch of questions here. I, I'm not even done mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, one of the ones that I feel was important, let me see if I can look back on my notes here, what I wrote. Uh, yes, okay, so someone was asking about um, they are a little bit uh, not afraid isn't the right word, but just wondering you mentioned earlier about not having contraindications. They're concerned that if someone, say, has cancer or they don't even know they have cancer, would the X39 possibly stimulate this? I don't even know uh, how this works, but the the stem cells of the cancer to grow? Is that possible?
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that. That's actually a great question. So first thing is I'm not a medical doctor. Um, I do research work. I'm an inventor. And um, we don't make any medical claims about our product. We sell it for general wellness. So we sell it for improving overall health and vitality and all the benefits that we've been talking about. So, first thing is, you know, disclaimer here, is that if someone has cancer um, and they were interested in using any of our products, uh, they should ask their medical doctor first and get permission. Okay. So, now that that's out of the way, um, we can look at what would be the most recent definition of the origins of cancer, and it's been established now. Um, You can find the link at Stanford University. Um, but it's been defined now that cancer cells originate in the stem cells. So this is quite a logical question. So does that mean that if cancer starts in the stem cells, that activating stem cells is going to make the cancer worse? Well, no, because actually what's going on is that uh, it's the uh, chemicals uh, that are present or the oxidative stress from radiation variety of sources that will convert those cancer cells, uh, convert those healthy stem cells over into a cancer cell. So if we take a known carcinogen, such as nicotine, a pesticide, herbicide, and uh, that gets accumulated in the body and the immune system becomes depressed, now that mutagen, that uh, cancer-causing substance, will cause the uh, stem cell to Um, change, mutate into a cancer cell, and therein lies the problem. Now, of course, stem cells uh, are everywhere and make every single cell in the body. So, of course, not every cell in the body gets converted over into a cancer cell. Um, Further, there has been work that was done uh, globally with copper peptide to answer this question, and I want to be careful because I don't want to make a medical claim about X39. But, again, if people were to look at it, they would see that there, were, uh, not, there was not an adverse effect uh, concerning increasing copper peptide relative to cancer. As a matter of fact, in some cancers, it induces uh, apoptosis or cell death. So um, we certainly have not studied... The use of X39 with people that have cancer, we'd have to say uh, that because we don't have a study to indicate whether or not it's safe, we can't recommend it. And if someone wants to use it, they'd have to ask their doctor. But on a purely technical level, um, I certainly believe that it would not cause harm.
0: Mm, Great. Thank you for that. Um, We're going to go to some questions on the chat, and then we're going to be unmuting some folks to ask questions live. Uh, Some of the questions coming in include, um, can you talk about uh, um, the copper peptide on brain repair and possibly reversing, uh, I won't say that, of the lens of the eye so that people have difficulty seeing. So any data on those two things?
1: Okay. So let's start with the brain first. Um, And I mentioned GABA a little bit earlier and uh, something called brain-derived neurotrophic factor which GABA will modulate, and um, brain-derived neurotrophic factor is abbreviated as BDNF, and uh, it's a protein, Um, and basically it plays a role in uh, neurite outgrowth and uh, formation of new neurons in the brain, and so in studies that have been done with copper peptide, Um, they they found a number of different ways that this single peptide can improve brain function and repair damage in the brain. Um, One study showed that uh, copper peptide could increase dendritic connections in the brain. And uh, I'm sure, you know, we've talked about this in the past. The brain has what's called neuroplasticity. And so what this means is that when there's trauma to the brain or any brain damage, the brain can actually rewire its neural network and form new connections, and people can recover from brain damage. Uh, There's been some wonderful work that's been done on this in Israel, where they use uh, oxygen uh, from a hyperbaric chamber to elevate stem cell activity for repairing damage in the brain. So... Yes, there, in fact, it, are clinical studies that have been done with copper peptide to show that it will uh, modulate BDNF uh, to, for, to repairing damaged neurons and also um, forming new neural networks. So that's, if people were experiencing improvement in cognitive functions, which we have uh, a few testimonials on that, um, there is a plausible explanation. Now, regarding cool. um, yeah, regarding uh, repair of uh, any damage to the eye, I'm not aware of any clinical studies that have been done on injections of copper peptide for that, and that's not something that we've studied uh, in our clinical research. So, I don't have an answer on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Um, so, uh, Maria asked here. Um, wondering if we need to continue wearing the patch after results are received to keep those results uh, and, oh, the multi-question here. Can you wear more than one patch at a time for longer than 12 hours? And how long does it take to see improvement? Sorry, that's three questions in one, but they're all from the same person. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so we'll break that down. So the first thing is uh, this would be like any other product. For as long as you use it, you get the benefits. So I suppose if someone wanted to use it just to heal a specific injury, and if that was going to take, you know, 10 days or three months, you know, it depends, um, then they could certainly do that, uh, but you know this is definitely a lifestyle product, and um, I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to continue using it given all the benefits. But uh, but sure, you know if you were to use it to heal an injury, if you stop using it, is the injury gonna you know unwind itself and go back to a state of damage? You know no, there's no reason to believe that's gonna happen. Um, but you're not gonna get all the advantages of activating your stem cells and, you know, keeping your body healthy. Um, Now, in terms of uh, best ways to use the product, combining it with other patches, absolutely you can. Uh, I've done a a number of webinars on that subject already that uh, people could go to our YouTube channel and take a look at that. But the short answer is... Yes, if you wanted to combine uh, the X39 with, uh, let's say you're interested in brain function and you wanted to use it with our carnosine patch, that would be a great combination. If someone was suffering in pain and uh, they wanted to use X39 with Eon, that would be a great combination. Um, So, yeah, there's any number of ways that people could mix and match with our products that way.
0: Oh, okay, because I think uh, there's a, a, a little, not a rumor going around that you're not supposed to use X39 with glutathione or Eon because it decreases inflammation and maybe it wouldn't work as well. Like in my muscle testing, I get a no, that's not true. So curious. Right. So, you know,
1: answer on that. so I'm, I'm to blame for that rumor uh, because <laughs> in, in, in the early days when uh, you know, we were making the announcement of X39, uh, I raised this as a question. Uh, when people first ask, can we use it with EON? And the, where this came from is we know that stem cells are attracted to inflammation. So I simply had the question of, well, uh, one thing we didn't know, that, well, we still don't really know the answer to it. Uh, we do in practical terms, uh, but not through a clinical study. But the question was, if you reduce inflammation, is there going to be enough remaining at the injury site? Uh, for the stem cells to be attracted to so they could heal the injury? And it seems in in real life the answer is yes. So we have people that are using Eon with X39 and glutathione with Eon, and they're doing great with it. Uh, So we have every reason to believe it's perfectly fine.
0: Okay, that's great. That's what I've noticed too. And uh, as far as how long does it take to see improvement, we've we've seen a lot of people talk about immediately. Uh, is it possible for someone not to see improvement for thirty days or more?
1: Yeah, it's uh, now according to our clinical studies, uh, the majority of people that use the product are going to experience benefits within the first uh, seven days. Uh, but there are some remarkable things that occur. Uh, let's say, six weeks out that we've also measured in studies. So this has to do with any number of, you know, different things, of course, that we see clinically, what's the person's age, general state of health, what's their diet like, exercise, you know, all those things. Um, So what I would say is uh, in practical terms, some people that have injuries are going to see these remarkable effects within about 10 days. You have other people that it it seems like nothing is happening. And then all of a sudden at like the three-week mark, um, you know, now they're feeling completely fine and the injury is healed. Uh, We have one, we've had a few testimonials from people that have used the product. There's one that's up on our website. It was a fellow that had um, a broken thumb and this injury was 18 years old and you could actually see the thumb was kind of like bluish purple and the nail had died and uh this fellow was determined uh to heal this thumb and he he didn't see any results after the first 2 months but continued using X39 but by the 3rd month the thumb completely healed so wow. that's yeah that that's certainly not typical so what I what I would say is people should give it a try for at least a month and just, you know, monitor all these things of what's their energy like, what's their sleep like, look at, you know, photograph the injury so they can see it change, but give it at least a month.
0: Okay, great. James here has a couple questions. His phone isn't working, but um, he says, uh, is it better to use x 39 when you're on, uh, does it work better in a person not eating sugar, and does it eat away visceral fat? (laughs) He recently got his fat checked, and his sugar uh, whatever, he's healing that, so he's, he's curious to see if he can get extra help.
1: Well, uh, your husband is one of the most ripped men I've ever seen, so I can't imagine <laughs> any body fat existing. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm sure he's just being overly self-conscious. But uh, in any case, uh, yeah, so I would say in the case of sugar um, – that's going to be one of those it depends right so people can overdo anything um if someone is generally on you know i i of course uh, personally support uh let's say high protein moderate fat low carb diets and uh, generally eating healthy and then you know if someone has a cheat day and they want to have a little bit of sugar uh, you know, I don't see any harm in that. Is, of course, here in the United States, where obesity is, you know, 65 70% of the population, uh, most people clearly have a problem with, uh, with sugar. So the, the proper answer is how is X39 going to do with that? It's really uh, what's a person's overall health. So um, clinicians uh, such as yourself, of course, will want to have people on a sensible diet. They're going to want to have their patients, uh, you know, be drinking enough water, exercising, taking specific supplements to make up for deficiencies in the diet, and and getting enough sleep. So when people have that foundation, everything else that they add to it, like X39, is going to make the body work that much better. So kind of the message is, if someone is not getting enough sleep, if they're not eating properly, don't expect to get the resu- best results with the product. You've got to, you know, take care of those other pillars of health.
0: Mm, yeah, great, great answer. Um, so we're going to unmute some folks uh, that have uh, questions here. Uh, so I'm going to just uh, name the area code, and then I'm going to unmute you, and then you can just tell us your first name and, uh, and uh, ask your question for David. Here we go. Area code 909. Hi, who's this? Hello, area code nine zero nine. You have your hand up. Oh, we can't hear you, unfortunately. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to mute you. I'm going to try area code nine five six. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What question do you have for David? Hello.
2: Uh, well, he just about answered my question with pillars of health. Uh, since I'm a smoker, I'm looking at, you know, improving my health, but is this something that will help me quit? (laughs) Um,
1: Well, uh, one thing that we've had our members do over the years is use the glutathione patch for that. And, of course, glutathione is going to help detoxify the body. And if you place the glutathione patch at the base of the throat or along the throat, many smokers tell us that it makes the cigarettes taste really bad and it has helped to reduce the uh, number of cigarettes that they smoke. So I don't have that information uh, for X39, whether or not it would be helpful, but I do know that uh, smokers have told us that about the glutathione patch.
0: So that would be somewhere to start yeah.
2: and then work well, your way well, to the to, X39.
0: Yeah, I also wanted to share with you that many of the clinicians have used on this um, point on the, on the arm. It's called the, We call it the addiction point, but it's called Tian Mie. And uh, you can actually use the SB6 Complete, which is appetite control on the left wrist. And that helps with cravings for smoking and the glutathione or the Eon on the right wrist on the same point. And uh, people have had success with cutting that out. So if you're interested in that, you can you know, private message me on Facebook and I can show you the blog um, that we've written all those instructions on. Yeah, right. it seems the, the nicotine
2: and the sugar play together. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So thank mm-hmm. you for your question. Great one. Thank you. Okay, we, you're welcome. So area code 949. Hi, who's this? Hi, this
2: is Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, how are you? Thank you. Yes, we can. Um, I I had a couple of questions. Well, first I wanted to report I have always had, since I can remember, my right eye just sort of became a little bit lazy, and it droops, and so I look funny when I smile, and so I can't stand pictures, and all of a sudden, I noticed my right eye is open more after using Ooh. X39 for about a month, which is really exciting to me, and then I realized Very. both of my eyes are actually open more, and the lids are lifting a little bit.
0: I noticed so, that too, you, actually. You did, yeah. Not a few, of you, so of me, exciting. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great. So, so I guess you spoke a little bit to the fact that this patch is, is different than the other patches in some ways. Um, and I guess I was wondering, like, I mean, I'm seeing such profound changes, and I'm lo- I'm still using the other patches along with it, um, and I and I do like to use the glutathione and the and the EON with it. Um, what's the big I also feel that these, you know, these effects are m- more cumulative. I-, I think the others are training your cells, and these are making repairs. So, what's the? I, I understand this is like a really long-term project. Um, what's what's the what's the crux? It's still light, and it's elevating some. You know, it's turning on a biochemical process. So, what what can you get into a little bit more about what the big difference is with X thirty nine?
1: Yeah. So. Other patches, uh, like glutathione, carnosine, eon, trigger uh, increases in peptides. Um, So glutathione, a really good example, it's the body's master antioxidant. Uh, It's going to help to protect the body from damage, even get involved in repair. Um, And even though glutathione is ubiquitous, it's found in nearly every cell in the body, it still does not trigger... Uh, the type of changes in genetic expression that copper peptide will. So copper peptide will uh, alter about one-third of the human genome, resetting it back to a younger, healthier state. So it's a master regulator in that regard. And other patches that we have come out with, um, such as the one I've named, they, they just simply don't work on that same level. So while a patch like Eon is going to do a great job at managing inflammation and glutathione will do a great job at detoxification, um, they just can't compare to the regenerative capacity of copper peptide. So that's where X39 and copper peptide stand alone.
2: Thank you so much. Um, And are you at this point able to speak to whether or not this would, so if a condition was congenital, say, a congenital tumor, whether or not X39 would be contraindicatory for somebody like that?
1: No, we have to really stay away from any type of medical claims and we may or may not be doing that research. Sometimes we'll do that research with uh, medical doctors uh, to make sure that there's no problems but generally, what we'll say is that if a person has a serious health issue, that they shouldn't use the product or only use it under the guidance of their doctor. Um, and that's where we are with X39 right at the moment.
0: Okay. Thank you. Sure yeah, thing. Yeah. Thank you for that, Anna And, and David, if, if people were going to tell their doctors uh, about it, uh, is it the best thing to you know, email the doctor the, the website or what, what, what's the best way to communicate to the doctor?
1: Yeah, you know, most doctors um, are not going to uh, really know much about our products, uh, and they may have their own opinions about phototherapy. um, And, sure, the patient should refer them over to the website, have them look at the research, and then most doctors are going to say, sure, if there's no drug, it's not going into the body, uh, then sure, you can use it. That's going to be the reaction the majority of the time.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, We had two people that uh, wrote in about um, they're taking another product that's been helping them. One's taking a product called, uh, or or is interested in a product called Mebo. Another is interested or taking a product called Luminous. Both look like they have um, some sort of herbal and nutritional. Uh, One's transdermal. One's pills. Uh, Is there a, a potential additive benefit, or is there a contraindication of using that with X39?
1: Yeah, I don't know the spe- I don't know the specific answer with any of those. Um in terms of nutritional supplements, there certainly shouldn't be any contraindications. You know, what we're talking about is elevating a peptide that naturally occurs in the body that declines with age and just restoring it back to healthy levels. So, if if someone's taking a vitamin supplement, you know, shouldn't be any issue. With drugs, you know, totally different story. Um, I would say it's an unknown. Someone might be, have a detox effect uh, by getting any toxic residue from the drug out of the body, but the copper peptide itself uh, shouldn't be an issue.
0: Uh, okay, great. Um, now well, now more people have their hands up. So just wondering how much time you have, David, to answer questions. We've got about five minutes. Um, oh,
1: I'm up. about ten minutes past my welcome here. Uh, oh. <laughs> I have some guests from <laughs> Japan in my office and uh, I probably should wrap up in another minute or two.
0: Okay, great. Well, well what we can do is just um You know, uh, if people want to, there is on Facebook uh, a a support group. It's called the LifeWave Patch Training Team Support Group, and I'm the uh, head person in charge of that. So if you are not part of that support group and want to be, just let us know that you heard the show and that you would like uh, to have some questions answered, and then hopefully I'll be able to get some of those answers for you later so, uh, again, if you're, and, and if you're not on Facebook, you can certainly uh, contact me um, on patchtrainingteam.com. That's our blog where we share stories about people's testimonials, and, and uh, the radio show uh, is also archived there as well, and David's done several radio shows with me, so they're all archived there at patchtrainingteam.com. So you can, um, you know, communicate to us and just let us know that you had a question that didn't get answered on the show. Uh, David, it's been wonderful. Again, uh, thank you so much for your time. And I know you're super busy and you're flying all over the world sharing this uh, amazing technology with others. And we're just very, very grateful for you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Karen. Great to be here as always. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, my pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time, bye for now.